Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Open for Business, and this is going to be a good one. Today, we have with us Heather Eason with Select Power Systems. Welcome, Heather. Thank you, Lee. Glad to be here. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about Select Power Systems. How are you serving folks? So Select Power Systems is an engineering firm, and we service the utility sector. So uh, what we do is we go to utilities and we help them build the power grid. And we also have partners uh, that are prime engineering firms that we partner with uh, to complete that task. And in addition to engineering services, we have two other divisions. We also have professional services, which offers staffing and recruiting. And we have a division that does PMO, so project management, construction management, EHS, and all of that. So how'd you get into this line of work? Um, you know, I guess it's my dad's fault. Um, so my dad worked for Dick Energy at the Oconee Nuclear Station. And uh, he wasn't an engineer, but he came home from work uh, talking about what he did and telling stories and got me excited and interested in power. And so it was just a natural progression for me to get an electrical engineering degree and uh, move my way up through the ladder at various uh, firms and companies. And then it was uh, one of those things where I said, you know what, I think I'm going to start my own company and uh, put on the parachute of hope and jumped out of the airplane and started Select. Now, what was it like growing up uh, being a child that was into the STEM career when there was not a lot of folks probably that looked like you as you were progressing through your education? You know, it was a little challenging, um, you know, just not to have, I guess, role models, not to have anybody that was uh, pictured in media or talked about or in my community that I could point to and I could say, hey, they're already doing it. I can do this. Um, you know, it, it's a little challenging. Um, but I was okay with that um, role. I mean, you know, I, I was the oddball girl that took uh, two math classes my ninth grade of high school uh, the same year. Um, you know, I was usually the only female in many of my engineering classes. There were couple of times maybe a physics class or something there'd be one or two other females um so i it's a challenge and it's definitely something that i'm trying to change for the next generation um i'm trying to uh encourage more girls and and uh try to get them interested in stem careers um all the way from elementary to high school to to college and then even mentoring and coaching uh, younger female engineering students in the industry, trying to encourage them to continue to climb the ladder and, and to continue staying in a technical field. Now, we do a lot of work here with uh, women business associations, especially in technology, and um, it just seems like it's a challenge. At some point in your education, it's almost like a fork in a road that you're seeing less and less of women and girls getting involved in these um, kind of careers. What, why do you, what's your take on the reason that's kind of behind that? Um, you know, I, I can tell you, so I, I have four children and three boys and a girl. Uh, my daughter, Allison was actually doing an engineering program initially in college and she came home during break and she said, Hey, 
would it be okay if I changed my major? And um, I said, yeah, absolutely. I, I support whatever it is that you want to do, but I'm just curious, why is that? Um, and it, it's hard. Uh, you know, she said that the professors uh, wouldn't call on her when she would go to business hours and ask questions. They almost seemed put out that she was there to ask questions again. Um, when, you know, she tried to build, uh, you know, study groups outside of class, um, she just felt it was difficult. She didn't connect um, and it was hard to get study groups pulled together. And um, she said, you know, she said, and I'll be honest, she said, I've seen you and you work a ton of hours and I hear your frustrations. I hear uh, some of the complaints you have. And she said, I'm just, I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't want to have to constantly fight to be seen and to be accepted. And I was like, I get it. I understand. And then, but part of your work now is to kind of help women navigate that. It is, it is. Um, so, you know, how do you meet anyone else, you know, Lee, what, what can we do to help? Um, you know, it's everything from, you know, encouraging your niece who's got a math or a biology exam, uh, you know, to encourage her to say, hey, you can do this. You've got this, um, you know, to participating. You talked about some of the engineering societies. Uh, you've got women in engineering. You've got women in science and engineering with WISE. You've got SWE, Society of Women in Engineering. You've got IEEE, Women in Eng Engineering. Um, most of the engineering groups do have sub-chapters uh, specifically for women. Um, so promoting and supporting those, uh, being willing to go speak and address those groups, um, you know, that's another way you can do it. Um, I, I, I do try to always mentor one of the local female engineering students at NC State every semester. Uh, just uh, give them encouragement and help them and guide them. Um, and as you're in the workplace, uh, if you identify someone who's a top talent or someone who maybe is, is struggling a little bit to fit in, take them under your wing, um, you know, take them out to lunch and just say, hey, you're, you're doing a great job. I'm here to help. Is there anything I can do to help? Most of the time, um, I found they just need somebody to listen. They need an ear. They need somebody to say, I hear you and I care and you've got this, I'm here to support you. Um, they're not always looking for fixes or solutions or recommendations, sometimes they are, but usually they just kind of want to vent. Um, so those are the things that you, me, and, and everybody can do as we go through life on a daily basis to try to help improve and increase the number of women in engineering and STEM careers. Now, you've tried to kind of build a community around this. Uh, is that part of your blog and the Power to Make a Difference? It is. Um, so Power to Make a Difference is the motto of SELECT. Um, and it really encompasses a lot of things. So Power to Make a Difference, of course, we support the power industry. We believe that power does make a difference in people's lives. Beyond that, you know, we try to make a positive impact in the communities in which we live and work. Um, you know, so really that power to make a difference is the, the communal, you know, humans are our best assets for each other. When we pull together and help each other, we can accomplish great things. And um, 
my blog, leandon.com, I actually started it six years ago. Um, I started it in part because I just wanted to connect with other people, uh, wanted to share what I was experiencing, what I found that worked, um, ideas. Um, and the reason why the name of it is leandon.com, because it's the idea of, you know, leaning on the career ladder and climbing on. Um, you know, one of the things that I see, unfortunately, is around the seven-year mark, a lot of uh, women engineers, that's when they exit to non-technical careers. Um, so how do we uh, improve and increase the number of women CEOs and in the C-suite and also in, in the boardroom? How can we improve those numbers if we can't get them past mid-career? Um, COVID especially, right now, man, it, it's a difficult time. I've had eight female engineers um, make the decision to basically quit their jobs and stay home and educate their children. And I completely understand that decision, but we are losing so much talent and, you know, just great, wonderful skills and abilities out of our talent pool. And I'm just worried about how that's going to affect us long term. Now, in your community, uh, when you're talking to folks about these subjects, is it is this kind of a conversation that people are, are becoming more and more open to, or do they get defensive? Uh, how are the actual conversations going for you? Um, so I'll be honest, when I first started my blog, um, I had a senior VP of the uh, large corporation that I was working for call me personally, and um he said that someone else had shared uh, my blog with him, and he was concerned um, that I was writing around, you know, challenges that women engineers were facing, and that he didn't see that. And he talked to his daughter, and she didn't feel the same way, and asked me if I would remove my blog. Um, and, you know, for me, it was like, hey, this is a personal blog. I am not doing anything uh, negative. As a matter of fact, it's very supportive, um, you know, trying to, you know, really rally a group together and, and provide support for each other and make it a positive thing. And um, so I didn't see how that request was appropriate. And so I, I kept blogging. I didn't receive any more pushback, um, which was great. And I've since started to receive a lot of positive momentum. Um you know, I, I love having people reach out to me and, you know, they'll say, hey, uh, someone shared your blog with me. Um, I just had someone last week reach out and say, hey, you know, um, I'm in technical sales. I'm not an engineer, but I moved into oil and gas and I'm struggling. Uh, since you know about the industry, would you mind me having a short call with you picking your brain? And I was like, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's, let's put something on the calendar. Um, so I've seen that it's become a very positive thing, um, you know, and, and you have a lot of other groups, uh, you know, that we collaborate with, um, you know, you've got Pink Petra, you've got Ally, you've got, um, you know, Leaned In Energy, um, and they're doing some great things. And so there's definitely a lot of momentum around, hey, let's support each other, um, let's help each other grow. Uh, we have a skills gap in engineering, and women and minorities are the way to fill it. So it's important that we do this and we support each other. 
Now, uh, getting back to select power systems for a second, you have uh, an interesting kind of, I don't know what you would call this, uh, a business model that you call Archway. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so, you know, when I first uh, started the company before I had really done anything outside of incorporating it, I wanted to lay down our values. I wanted to say what's important to the company. And one of the things, if you go to selectpowersystems.com, the landing page is power to make a difference. The second page is the archway. Um, you have to go beyond that to even find out what we do and what our capabilities are. Um, and I wanted it that way because I wanted to represent our values and our principles first. Um, but the archway, you know, it really represents every segment of what we are as a company, what our values are, what we can do, um, not just from a company perspective, but also to help our partners and to help our clients. Um, you know, the archway is one of the most stable and durable structures that can be built. So what's the foundation? It's our employees. They're the most important thing we have. Uh, quality customer service are our columns. Then, you know, we get into the, the arch itself and we have sustainability and safety. But the keystone, the thing that really locks it all in together is, is our reputation. You know, we want to make sure that we're known as a company for always doing the right thing and putting relationships first. And, you know, we want our clients to give us business, but we want to be true partners. We want them to trust us and we want, you know, to be their go-to. And uh, another thing you'll notice is the archway is multicolored. Um, you know, the reason why we did that is to show that diversity is important. Um, we take diversity seriously. Of course, we are a certified DBE. Um, and so with that, we also want to represent diversity within our company, which we do. We have diverse recruiting practices. And then also to promote it to our subcontractors, making sure that they take diversity seriously. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, GWBC. Uh, what has it meant to you to be involved with that group? I'll be honest. It has been absolutely amazing. Um, you know, when I, when I first heard about GWBC, it was truly for me to have the tools and have the knowledge and have the education on how to get certified initially. Um, and I thought, okay, I'm, you know, once I'm certified, uh, you know, it, it's probably not going to be that big of a, of a part of my life, but it actually is. Um, you know, I have people that I met within the community that we keep up with, with each other separately and we're each other's cheerleaders. We give each other guidance. Uh, we give each other recommendations. Um, you know, I recently uh, was looking for a new CPA, and I, I went to that network, and I said, hey, who's your CPA? Who do you like? Who does a good job? And I got a great referral. Um, and the programs, um, you know, I highly recommend anybody uh, to look at some of the programs that they, they promote. They're phenomenal. Um, I participated in several of them. I look forward to participating um, in the Women in Energy program next year when it's kicked back up. I know this year they took a year off because of COVID. Um, but, but the education, the support, and the community that you get is just invaluable to me. 
And especially during a crisis like that, it's great to have that type of a resource available to help you kind of wade through what's real and what's not with a lot of the information that comes out. Oh, absolutely. Um, Navigating the PPP loan. Uh, um, There was a program just recently, um, Gia Wickman wrote a book called Traction, um, and an an entrepreneur operating system is the basis of the book. And I went through a class with um, GWBC and a bunch of other women business owners. Um, It was just phenomenal, and it was eye-opening. So um, yeah, they, they really give you actionable items that you can incorporate into your business that, that help you um, to pivot and to be able to sustain through the pandemic. Now, if you weren't busy enough with your leading this company, um, your blog, you're also writing a book. Can you talk about the genesis of that idea? I am. Um, so with writing a book... Uh, somebody told me that people are more interested in reading a book, which is a compilation of your blogs, than reading your blog itself. And I found that interesting, and I started talking to people about that. And, and um, you know, the consensus is uh, with a lot of times with blogs, um, you know, you're busy. You might take the, the time to read a, a five-minute blog or a seven-minute blog. But it's easy to, I guess, forget to read it uh, when it comes out. But when you've got a book um, and you've got something there and, and, and you've kind of taken all of that information and compressed it into one location, well, then it, it's, you know, it's one spot that you can go to. And there's just something I love about an actual physical book and turning the pages. Um, I know some people, you know, prefer to listen to audiobooks, I actually like the hard copy. I like having a book. Um, and at the end of the day, especially because we are so busy and life is so stressful, there's so much uncertainty and there's so much fear, uh, to at the end of the day, you know, go to the bedroom, no electronics, pick up a book, read it, and, and get great ideas that I can incorporate into my life, but also uh, get that connection point and to to have that cheerleader there, um, it's nice. And so that's what the goal of the book is. Um, of course, you know, it's really, I'm kind of taking leaned on and, and formulating that into chapters and then adding new sections and modifying it. Um, and it's really just a way for me to kind of take it all and put it into one place and make it easily digestible for people. Now, getting back to select power systems, what is the ideal customer for you look like? What is the pain they're having uh, where they're like, we've got to call the folks at select? Um, so part of me deciding to start select is I was in a corporate job and we had diversity spend initiative on a project. Uh, the diversity spend was actually 40%, which was very high. The company that I worked for and most large companies like this um, look at projects as product pull through. So they want to sell their product. They don't really care about how the project gets executed. And they got really creative with subcontracting out um, all of the work, basically. Um, they went to a DBE transportation logistics company 
and have them subcontract out all the engineering, concrete, welding, site management, you name it, everything. And a trucking company really didn't know anything about engineering. And unfortunately, they went to the lowest cost uh, company and the company didn't have the capabilities and skills to do the actual design. And so, you know, it was one of those things where it was a frustration moment for me to be hands off and not to be able to get my team engaged until the last minute to get the project back on track. And I started talking to other people and they were having the same frustrations um, that I was having. And, you know, it was like, hmm. And I thought about it and I talked to some people and they're like, hey, why don't you open your own company? Um, because there's a lack, at least within engineering and the utility field, there's a lack of, you know, technical diverse companies that have the capabilities and focus on quality and focus on customer service. Um, so that was the niche. That was the need in the industry that I looked at filling. Um, and so as diversity spend initiatives become more and more in place and, you know, they become more than just a, a paragraph on a website, but they become actual uh, programs and they actually have metrics tied to them and, and this increases within the industry, we really want to come in and select and we, you know, we want to say, while yes, we are certified diverse and we can help you meet that, uh, you know, diversity spend initiative and help you to achieve and, you know, even uh, go beyond that particular metric. Uh, we want to give you a great product. We want to be a good partner we want to, you know, be your go-to, not just because we're a woman-owned business, but because we do a great job. Um, you know, we're, we're full service, but we're a la carte, um, you know, so we can be flexible and we can help you. And, um, you know, as, as we do that, I think that's where our growth is coming from. We've had tremendous growth. Um, I feel so blessed, uh, you know, we're coming up on three years uh, in November and we're already 18 employees. And that to me is just something I'm so proud of. We have a phenomenal team and, you know, I think we're doing the right thing. And as long as um, we continue uh, to meet or exceed all expectations, I'm sure that we'll be able to help the utility market to, to meet these diversity goals and to really make a positive impact in all of the areas within the industry. Well, Heather, congratulations on all the success. If somebody wanted to learn more about your organization, uh, like first give us Select's website and then let's get the blog's website out there as well. Oh, thank you. Okay. Um, so Select Power Systems is at selectpowersystems.com. Uh, the blog is leanedon.com. And you can find both of those if you go to my LinkedIn profile. Um, I have uh, the company. I have the blog. I also have my email address and my cell phone number. So um, there's lots of ways to get in touch with me. So please connect me, with me on LinkedIn. And again, my name is Heather Eason. And I look forward to, you know, helping clients, but also helping other women in engineering and other female business owners. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. You're doing such important work, and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
All right, this is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on GWBC Open for Business.